the Reynolds Aluminum Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. <laughs> the Reynolds Metals Company, makers of Reynolds Aluminum, presents Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Keith Fowler and directed by Max Hutto with music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. One of the best ways to drive home the superior points of aluminum is with aluminum nails, Reynolds Lifetime Aluminum Nails. They drive well, they're etched for greater holding power. And you know for sure that aluminum nails will not rust, will not cause stains on new clapboard siding, need no deep setting or puttying. More and more roofers use Reynolds Lifetime Aluminum Nails, not only for aluminum roofing, but for all kinds of shingles and composition material. For repair jobs around the home and farm, aluminum nails do a better job. They can't rust loose. And you get nearly three times as many aluminum nails in a pound. If you're about to start a building or remodeling job, speak up for aluminum nails right now. See your dealer. Or write for literature. Just address Aluminum Nails, Reynolds Metals Company, Louisville 1, Kentucky. That's Aluminum Nails, Reynolds Metals Company, Louisville 1, Kentucky. Wistful Vista Elks Club has a big surprise coming up today for their janitor, Ole Swenson, in honor of his 20 years of service to the club. It was Mrs. McGee who thought the whole thing up, and she's taking a bow from her husband right now as we join Fibber McGee and Molly. Boy, this is going to be a great day today in Ollie's life today, Molly. Thanks to you thinking it up today. Well, he deserves it. Bringing Ollie's brother here to surprise him all the way from Sweden. That's the greatest idea you ever had. Well, I've often heard Ollie speak of his brother John, whom he left behind in Stockholm, and I thought he'd like to see him again. And you were right, kiddo. He'll be as tickled as a pretty girl on a hayride. <laughs> <laughs> what time does brother John's plane get in this afternoon? Three o'clock. Three o'clock. Flight 22. Mm-hmm. I've already phoned some of the women, and they'll be at the Elks. I sure hope nothing goes wrong after all the trouble we've been to. It was quite a chore raising the dough to bring that guy over here, you know it. Some of them brother Elks of mine hang on to a buck like a lonesome squaw. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, dearie, I have to go downtown and have my hair done. Now, why don't you... I'll go with you. I'll spread the word around town that today's the day, kiddo. Good. I'll have everybody be at the Elks Club at 4 o'clock. That ought to give us time to meet the plane. Doc Gamble's going to drive us out to the airport, and we... Oh, hold it, dearie. Company, come oh. in. Hello there, kids. Hi, daughter. Hi, Johnny. What's new? Why, <laughs> hello, Mr. Oldtimer. I'll tell you what's new, boy. Ollie's brother gets here today. We're going to have him at the Elks Club at 4 o'clock for the big surprise. I'll be there, Johnny. Good. I wouldn't miss it. I chipped in, you know. <laughs> come to think of it, you did, Mr. Oldtimer. Your half dollar was the first one we got. Yeah. His half dollar was the only one we got. <laughs> Everybody else gave us four. Oh, I love them sentimental reunions, kid. Yeah. Reminds me of the days when I used to scatter around with that old gang of mine. Oh, dear. Ever tell you about that old gang, Johnny? Lots of times. Oh, how I miss them boys. 
but I give the world to see that old gang of <laughs> Control yourself, lad. Control yourself. <laughs> or at least get on the key. Oh, that was a great old gang. I'll bet. There was Rufus and Chuck and Goofus and Buck. There was Denny and Slim and Benny and Grandma Abercrombie. <laughs> Grandma Abercrombie, how'd she get in the game? She was a tomboy type. <laughs> oh, the stunts we used to pull, kids. Yeah. Like one New Year's Eve, we all decided to go swimming at midnight. On New Year's Eve? Boo! <laughs> yep. We went out to the old gravel pit at the edge of town and leapt in head first, clothes and all. Like you killed us. <laughs> I'll bet. Full of icy water, was it? Nope, full of gravel. <laughs> Anybody tells me I got rocks in my head, I know where they came from. Well, look, Molly and I have got to grab a streetcar and get downtown. Oh, we had some great times, kid. Yeah. Me and that old gang of mine. Yeah. There was Rufus and Chuck and Goofus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know their names. Grandma Abercrombie. <laughs> I'll never forget the night we busted up. Oh. Twas Halloween. Oh, uh, what happened? Get yourselves arrested? No, you see, Grandma Abercrombie was very vain, daughter. Yeah? Always carried a lipstick in the bib of her overalls and a powder puff stuck in the top of her combat boots. <laughs> Sounds like a cute kid. We were roaming around the old rock quarry when we seen this building with a big red sign that says, Powder Room, nothing would do but we had to go in. In a powder house? Yeah, powder house. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> in a powder house? Yeah. My God. Well, she dipped her pop into a barrel marked powder there in the dark. Yeah. But when she rubbed it on her beezer, it felt kind of rough. <laughs> I ran home to get her a flashlight to see with, but while I was gone, it happened. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> You don't mean... Yep. There in that room, surrounded by good friends and barrels of powder, Grandma Abercrombie struck a match. Yeah? And busted up that old gang of... <laughs> but I give the world to see all kids. And your cheating heart.
you and Dr. Gamble better meet Ole's brother's plane. Mm-hmm. I'll go straight from the beauty parlor to the Elks Club. Okay, kiddo. That way I can make sure Ole doesn't catch on to anything, and at the same time I can get all the ladies over there on time, you see. Well, well, I'll tell Kramer and McDonald and all the guys... Oh, to meet you next! Oh, please, men and wallabin, connection for long gunk. <laughs> what did he say? Eisenhower Avenue. Could you tell that? Oh, I could tell by the street sign. <laughs> Used to be Truman Boulevard, you know. <laughs> After Admiral Dewey died. Well, anyway, dearie, we're serving a buffet supper over there, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, while we're getting it ready, I'll tell Ole it's just for us girls. Good. Hello there. I didn't see you get off. Oh, hi, Cora. Molly, you know Cora from Walt's Mall Shop. Oh, of course. You headed for the mall shop now, Cora? Yes, I've just been home to eat my lunch. Oh. (laughs) Don't you eat at the shop, Cora? Oh, no, Mrs. McGee. Oh, not that the food ain't good, you understand. Mm -hmm. But after you've been around it as long as I have, you don't like to eat it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like sticking a fork in an old friend. Hey, Cora, you can save me a trip to the malt shop. Tell Walt that Ole's brother's plane gets in today and for Walt to be at the Elks Club at 4 o'clock, will you? Oh, swell, Mr. McGee. I'll, I'll tell Marvin, too. That's my husband, Mrs. McGee. Oh, yes. Marvin is... All three reason, Nick. All three reasons in the Dawson Prosser fan. Anyone else for Prosser fan? <laughs> Civic Center? <laughs> no, post office, Carl. Oh, you know, I ride with him all the time, but I think he's got a cold today. Yeah. Uh, say, Carl, you'll be at the Elks this afternoon, won't you? It ought to be pretty exciting. Well, I don't know if I can make it, Mrs. McGee. You see, I had my hair done yesterday. Armand done it at that new beauty shop. Oh, and it's just a mess. Well, you should go to Pierre on Oak Street, Carl. He's very good. I used to go to him, but I quit. He's too honest. Too honest? What you mean? Well, he'd do my hair, make up my face, and I'd give him five dollars. So? So he'd look at me, shake his head sort of sad, and give me three dollars back. <laughs> well, I hope you will try... Oh, Philadelphia, next. Oh, Philadelphia, change for next. This is our stop, dearie. 14th and 0. Come on, McGee. Yeah. Well, don't forget to tell Walt, Cora. I won't. And maybe I'll be there, too, Mrs. McGee. Okay. Call for Lazenberg. Call out for Call for Lazenberg. Nope, car. I'll get out first and give you a hand, Molly. Step, please. Take the first motor pressure company, boy. Thanks, dearie. Now, you walk me as far as the beauty shop, and then... Oh, hello, Mr. Willicott. Hello, Molly. Hi, pal. Oh, hi, Junior. Hey, Ole's brother gets in from Sweden this afternoon. Oh, swell. Today's the day, huh? Yeah. Be at the Elk Club at 4 o'clock, will you? I certainly will, pal. Good. And after the reunion, I want to take Brother John out and show him the sights of Wistful Vista. Oh, isn't that nice, dearie? Yeah, where are you going to take him? Well, the first place I want to show him is that big new nightclub they just built in the Ritz Vista Hotel. Oh, swell, Junior. He ought to love that. What do they have, Swedish dancing girls or something? Oh, the girls aren't important, Molly. Oh, no. No, no. (laughs) 
I want to show him the wonderful new modern air cooling system they have in the hotel. Oh. Well, if he needs his air cooled, he ought it's to... It's an air conditioning... <laughs> it's an air conditioning system using aluminum heat exchangers. No. Well, yes. by George, that's just dandy. <laughs> He can have his air cooled, get his heat exchanged, and be on his way back to Sweden before you can say, who slugged me with a smorgasbord? <laughs> you see, the modern air conditioners work so well and cost so little for the comfort they provide. <laughs> Take a guy to a nightclub to show him the aluminum. Ah! <laughs> now, wait a minute, wait a minute. One big reason they work so well, so cheaply, is the growing use of aluminum. Lightweight, rust-proof Reynolds aluminum in the manufacture of today's great air conditioning unit. He wants to see the girls, Junior. He don't go to a nightclub to see the exchanges. See, <laughs> Mr. Wilcox, we went to a nightclub one time in Chicago. Oh, and yeah. We were, yeah, sure. don't you remember? Yeah. We were sitting there, and one of those cigarette girls in the black net stockings came over, and <laughs> when she tapped McGee on the shoulder, he turned around and swallowed his cigar. <laughs> you remember that, McGee? Well, I was through with it anyhow. <laughs> Well, <laughs> like I say, I want to show all his brother what a great job aluminum is doing in the air conditioning field. Mm -hmm. Show him how efficiently those aluminum heat exchangers work. Show him the girls. They're huh? like the radiator in your car, you know. Yeah? Only these systems have aluminum fins that take the heat out of the air, but fast. Because aluminum, of course, is one of the best conductors of heat, sir. Get the conductor. The chorus girls are all here. You're getting, you're getting top value, too, yeah. when you invest in air conditioners made with Reynolds aluminum. Because aluminum Hey, hey, look, 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 look. Loomy. Yes, pal. Uh, Mr. Wilcox, meet us at four at the Elks. Yeah. McGee will be the MC. Yeah. And after we get there with Ole's brother John and him and Ole have a good cry together, then I'm going to make a welcome speech. Oh, fine. Now I know I'll show him the air conditioner. Huh? With a hot air Yule dish out, pal, he'll need a good cooling system. <laughs> See you there. Oh, you... Nerve of that guy. Talks like I was going to put all his brother to sleep with a lot of gas. Well, it wouldn't matter if you did, dearie. Hmm? Then uh, he'd be the gas of honor. Oh! <laughs> Don't you get it, McGee? Guest of honor. It's a little joke. Which Ain't I... funny, Mrs. McGee. <laughs> now, if you'd have thought of it, you'd be in hysterics. Yeah, well, when I make up a speech, well, I Well, here's make... the beauty shop. Now, you run on and notify all the boys, and I'll have the women over there at 4 o'clock. Good. Now, let me go over my plans again. I'll tell Kramer, Wimple, McDonald, and more Toops what time to be there. Then I'll buy myself some cigars. Then I'll go to get Doc Gamble and come to the club. I forget anything? Yes. Huh? Meet the airplane, will you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, kiddo. I'll see you later. Okay. Well, I got Kramer taken care of and left word at the bank for old man McDonald. It's two o'clock now. That'll give me time to meet Doc Gamble. Hi, Sid. Hi, Mabe. Where's Ma? Beauty shop. Hairdo? Always has. Oh. <laughs> Where's Mort? Barbershop. Getting a haircut? Getting a mall cut. Oh. Bye, Bye, Bye Mabel. <laughs> Mabel Toops. I guess Molly will tell her about Ollie's brother because she's going to have the women over there. Oh, there's Wally Wimple. Hey, Wimp, come on, walk along with me. Hello, Mr. McGee. <laughs> you going someplace? Yeah. Ollie's brother's due in from Sweden this afternoon. Oh, good. I'm on my way to meet Doc Gamble to meet the plane to meet Ollie's brother to take him to meet the Elks to meet Ollie. You want to meet him? I'd love to, Mr. McGee. I've never met a real live Swede. 
We have company at our house, too, this week. Oh? Uh, she has. She? You mean? Yes. Sweetie Face, my big old wife. <laughs> Her uncle is visiting us from San Diego. Uncle Meathead. Uncle Meathead? Where'd he get a name like that? Well, <laughs> his name is Theodore, really. But the first time he came to our house, he knocked on the door, and I said, Who's there? And he said, It's me, Ted. So I said, Come in, Meathead, and the name stuck. <laughs> ah, interesting place, San Diego. What's he do out there? He's a commercial fisherman, Mr. Meathead. Oh? He runs a tuna clipper. Oh, sounds like interesting work. How often does a tuna have to be clipped? <laughs> Well, I asked him that, but he just grunted. I really don't... Well, hurry up. There's Doc Gamble waiting for us in his car. We've got to get out to the airport, Wally. Come on. The King's Men and Just Another Polka. This is Just Another Polka, Just Another Polka. But oh, what a girl in my arms. Am I in heaven since we met? Is this the Philharmonic play? Romeo and Juliet. No, Just Another Polka. That's why the band is sounding better From the moment that I met her Cause I'm dancing with that angel With that angel, that angel, that angel She's got me dancing like I never thought I could Oh, Arthur Murray never had it so good Well, just another polka, just another polka But oh, what a girl in my arms Am I in heaven since we met? It's a busy place. What time is it, Doc? Go check the desk again. You sure the plane ain't in yet? We don't want to miss him. Why don't you go check? down, Jumpy. Okay. The man said the plane would be in at 3 o'clock. Attention, please. Flight 22, due at 3 o'clock. Will now arrive at 3.15. Thank you. Oh, for the... My gosh, what's the matter with them guys? Don't they know I got a dozen people waiting at the Elks for Ollie's brother? Should I go tell them, Mr. McGee? <laughs> Never mind. How long since you and Molly started this deal to bring Brother John over here? Started in February. That's been three months? Yes. And you're going to beef about 15 minutes more? You said it, I'm going to beef. Bye, George. Attention, please. Flight 22, due at 3 o'clock and postponed until 3.15, will now arrive at 4.07. <laughs> My goodness, maybe they're flying backwards. <laughs> this is disgusting. Over an hour late. What time is it now, Doc? Three o'clock. Go sit down, cheesehead. I'm too nervous. Next time I want to bring a guy over here from Sweden, I'll bring him on the train. 
How they run a joint like this with a service like this, I could drive over there quicker than that. And Sweetie Face comes in from a trip. Her plane is never late like this. <laughs> Darn it. My George, the government is going to hear about this. I'll have their dad ratted charter boat. That's what I'll have their dad. You mean revoked. How can I have it revoked when I haven't even voked it yet? <laughs> I'll take this thing clear to Your the... Your attention, please. Flight 22, due at 3 o'clock. Postponed till 3.15. And then expected at 4.07. Is now unloading at gate 2. <laughs> Gosh, Doc. Hey, Doc, it's in. Come on. There's gate two. This is quite a moment, my boy. Frankly, I never expected it to happen. I see him. I bet that's him. Yeah, come on, Doc. Boy, oh boy, look at that dead pan. He's the spitting image of Oli. Well, you can carry a suitcase, Wimp. Hey, John, here we are. We're the guys that brought you over. Oh, hi, boy. Hello. Grab a suitcase, Wallace. I'm Dr. Gamble, John. This is Mr. McGee. Hello. (laughs) We've been glad to see you, John. We took you to Alks Club now. You savvy? We go. Hey, hungry. <laughs> boy, oh boy, I can speak Swedish. Come on, Jan, let's go. <laughs> well, I put the potato salad, Molly. Oh, just any place on the table, Mabel. The boy should be here soon. Now, where's Oli? He's down in the basement, Mrs. McGee. I was just down there, and oh, was he beefing. <laughs> I know. I've had him up here three times to set up these tables and get the folding chairs out for us. And he has no idea it's all for him. He thinks the whole deal is a buffet supper for us girls. Well, I got the sandwiches on the buffet, Molly, and Grace is making the coffee. Oh, dear. I wish the boys would get here. I hope the plane was on time. Is Oli still in the basement? Don't let him come up. Relax. Mr. Wilcox and Mr. Toops are down there. And Hello there, girls. Did Oli's brother get here yet? Because oh, you're <laughs> Heavenly days, Mr. Oldtimer. If Oli hears you, you'll ruin the whole surprise. Oh, look, here they come now. There he is, Mabel. Look, Cora. Oli's brother. All the way from Sweden. Yes. Got a big square head on him, ain't he? <laughs> is the coast clear, kiddo? Oli's in the basement. Hurry up now. Get his brother in the other room. Come on, John, quick. Where are we going? Uh, we're going to wait in the other room. That's it. Now you stay with him, Wimp. Shut the door. Oh, my. I'm so excited. After all these months to think we've uh, finally... Call Oli. Get him up here, Carl. I'll get him. I'll get him. Hey, Oli. Come up here a minute, will you? What do you mean you're too busy? Arlo, bring him up here. Well, oh, boy, this is a big moment in our lives. Is the food all ready, Molly? Yeah. Now the chair's all set. I see him. Where'd I put John? Oh, he's in the other room. <laughs> Oh, this is just wonderful. I wish I had my camera to take the expression on Oli's face when he sees... I tell you, I got work to do in the basement, Doc. I've been working for the ladies all day, and my own work gets lost. My job is with the health clubs. Okay, okay, relax, Oli, relax. This is your day, Oli. It's been a heck of a fine one. All day I run up and down stairs. Now sit down, Oli, sit down. Listen, now, we've all got something to tell you. I'll, I'll tell him, Molly, I'll tell him. Brother Elks, ladies and gentlemen... We are gathered here today to pay tribute to a true and faithful friend. A man we all admire. Never mind uh, the speeches, Egghead. Tell him. Well, uh, what he wants to say, Oli, is that all your brother Elks appreciate the 20 years you've taken care of this club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's it. 20 years. Well, I get a day's wages, I do a day's work. I had a nice race in 1939. I don't complain. <laughs> well, all your swell brother Elks wanted to do something special for you, Oli. 
We've all heard you talk about your brother John, that he stayed in Stockholm when you left, and how much you'd like to see him again. Oh, sure, I, I would like to see old John again, but I... Okay, boys, bring him out, Limp, bring him out. Okay, Ollie, there you are. Your big surprise. Who is this fellow, <laughs> Oh, why, that's your brother, Ollie. Tell him, John boy, tell him. I ain't never seen this fellow before in my life. What? Oh, no. Well, your name is John Swenson, isn't it? No. Huh? My name is Sven Jonsson. Oh. oh. <laughs> His name is... Well, how can he be, my brother McGee? My brother Jon's been dead for 20 years. <laughs> I go back to work now. So long, all you fellas. So long. Fibber and Molly return in a moment. As summer draws nearer, you want quick, easy meals that don't heat up the kitchen. So broiled dinners are more and more popular. And that means have plenty of Reynolds Wrap on hand. The original and genuine, the pure aluminum foil. Always line your broiler pan with Reynolds Wrap to keep it clean, to avoid scouring off burned-on crust or grease. It's a wonderful work saver, whether you use one of the modern electric broilers or a regular oven broiler. Mold a piece of Reynolds Wrap around the inside of the pan, smoothing it snugly against the bottom and sides. Then set your broiler grid on the foil. If your oven broiler is large, get the heavy-duty Reynolds Wrap. It's half a yard wide. For electric broilers and smaller oven broilers, use the regular Reynolds Wrap that comes in standard 25-foot rolls and jumbo economy rolls, 75 feet. Be sure it's Reynolds Wrap, made by the world's largest producer of aluminum foil, the Reynolds Metals Company. luck with your brother Elks, McGee? We've got to send that man back to Sweden some way. That's all taken care of, kiddo. That's all taken care of. I convinced them guys that it was up to all of us to pay his way back. Wonderful. Yep. And they agreed that every man in the room would donate a part of the cost. So I said if they'd do that, I'd put in whatever else was needed. Buy John a ticket back home. Well, that was nice of you, dearie. Mm-hmm. How much did they give? A nickel apiece. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, lucky I had a couple of hundred bucks left from the dough I collected to bring him over here. <laughs> I'll just about break even now. Good night. Good night, Al. Metals Company, pioneers of progress through aluminum, has brought you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed with Bill Thompson, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, Elvia Alvin, Mary Jane Croft, Nestor Piva, Tyler McVeigh, and me, Harlow Wilcox. This week is dedicated to Junior Achievement, an organization of teenage Americans who are learning how our business system works by actually forming and operating their own miniature companies. We salute these ambitious youngsters. Oh, don't forget to see Mr. Peepers on NBC television Sunday nights. 
And be sure to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. Good night.